Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Pamela Burkett-Jones. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Allison. Thank you for inviting me. I'm happy to be here I'm talking with you today. Thank you. Now, um, you are one of the authors in the anthology uh, where I am the visionary author of the book entitled Empowered to Win. Tell us your title and um, share a little bit about your title or your chapter, rather. Okay, my title is I'm in Chapter 4 and I'm Destined to Succeed in the Face of Opposition. And in that ty- that actually chapter um, I discuss about me just trying to go after my goals and dreams in the face of what may have come in in front of me, a roadblock or anything that's kind of seemed like it would have stopped anybody, but it did not stop me because I was de- destined to succeed because I knew I had a goal and a vision and I wanted to make it happen. And it would just not leave me unless I made it happen. So I constantly still just thought about it and said it. So I went on after it, and that's why, um, that's what inspired me to come up with that chapter and the title of that chapter. That is awesome. Now, you know um, the listening audience are going to say, um, so what is her name? And I love her chapter title. So (laughs) introduce us to yourself, you know, um, and, you know, a little bit about your company. Okay. Um, again, I'm uh, I'm Pamela Burkett Jones. I'm a certified coach, consultant, speaker, and author. And what I am also is my big thing now is I'm a I'm the founder and CEO of Proactive Life Coaching and Consultant. And this uh, where I assist professionals who are burned out, overwhelmed, or just ready to move on to their next in career transition to seek. Um, to seek what they, you know, where they want to go, to seek their goals and visions and, and what they want to be. And even, and it could be a new position. It could be retirement planning. Um, I, and I do a whole loss, a whole um, gamut of things, just helping people move along and get to where they want to be. And I'm also a professor at a college at where I teach criminal justice. And I'm a retiree of, um, in law enforcement after doing 27 years in law enforcement. Oh, listen, you have worn a lot of hats. My, that is so awesome. And, you know, I was um, thinking about your chapter title uh, before we even came on. What inspired you to want to write that um, particular chapter? Because, you know, we all go through a lot of different things in life. So tell us what inspired you to uh, write that chapter. Well, what inspired me, it was my own personal life and then some things I've seen in the lives of others. And what inspired me so is I see people, they want to do stuff. They want to be something. They want to obtain things. And it's like the first thing that gets in their way, it could be small, it could be big. They stop. They do not go further, but they can't. And they have it all, and they sit back on the sidelines, and they watch other people do the very thing that they wanted to do or do things that they know they have within them to do it, but they just don't have 
the the go with all the willpower or not even some of them don't know where to start and you know just seeing that I said you know what I'm going to write because I've been in those places before where things have stopped me and I knew I wanted to go and do certain things and someone said no or something um, didn't line up correctly and I say you know I, I'm still going to you know do that I can't do it right now but I'm going to get to there and I'm going to do that. And everything that I've set out to do and there's still things, more things coming out that I've actually been able and I, and I started to feel this way as a teenager and um, it actually grew and grew and into my adulthood. And here I am today over 50 and I'm still going after my dreams and goals and things that come up and, and I'm still just keep moving along and I'm not stopping for anything or anyone. So that's, you know, that's what inspired me to show people that you still can do it no matter what's happened to you in the past, no matter what anybody says, or no matter what you feel that you don't have, you can get it and you can accomplish that goal and you can succeed. So your past, and that's what people need to realize is that your past does not determine your future. Mm-hmm. You still That's correct, have, Allison. Um, and still press on. Mhm. Yep, and that's correct. And 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 you know, some people look at their you know their past, or they see something that's happened, and they they just just move on and go into a, a different direction. But you're not going to be able to you know get rid of that vision or that goal because it's there, it's embedded. You know, I feel, and this is my way um, of feeling. It's in it's in you. You know, things that some things that we realize as a child we want to do, that's never going to go away. And it may it may even grow a little bit more where you may say, well, I just want to be a teacher. But then the next thing you know, as you're growing up and you become your teacher, well, you're going to be administrator. You're going to be head of the board of education. I mean, it's so many things that just grows, but you're just never you know, it never just leaves you and you say, well, I'll just go do something else. If you always wanted to be that teacher, it's going to, you know, it's going to keep coming back up. And, you know, that is so true. I was talking to my um, both my daughters actually last night that um, I'm 54, but I have mm-hmm. always had the desire in my heart to graduate from college. And then, you know, life mm-hmm. happened and da-da-da-da-da. But it stayed with me that I had to do it. And um, mm-hmm. I finally did it in um, last year, December the 7th. So, you know, that desire will keep coming at you until you complete what you need to complete. So how long, and, and I was thinking about um, how long did it take you to actually write that chapter? Because a lot of times, it takes people a long time to write a chapter, and it can take them a long time to write a book. So how long did it take you? Because you you had to have, you know, kind of the emotions had to be attached to it. So how long did it take you to write the chapter, your chapter? And to be honest and transparent with you, it didn't take me that long because I had to, um, I did some things um, the year before I actually wrote, I mean, before I actually um, agreed to be on the anthology and uh, to put my chapter down to where I was just, you know, going through some of the things that, you know, about myself, talking about my story. And I had already written about it, you know, about me, um, 
you know, to certain circumstances and things in my past, um, some of my visions that I wanted and how I've accomplished things and, and, and just moved on and, and, and actually be able, was able to, to achieve and get my goals as far as, you know, graduating from college because my, you know, chapter goes on to talk about my, my um, post-education um, things and that they have to get the book to really read the chapter if they didn't and if they've already did it and they understand and how those roadblocks stopped me but how I was able to just get through because I wanted to talk about resilience and and how you know you you may have a no now but that no is so I actually wrote it so I want to say it probably took me maybe about a day two days to write that part of in the chapter when I when I wrote it the year before so when it was time to come up, and I was like, when I did the, when the anthology came up, Empower to Win, I thought about all the other accomplishments that I knew I was going to get to, and I was going to win no matter what, and I was going to get to it no matter what. It may have been halted for the minute, but I was going to still get to it. So I was like, oh, that would be a great, um, when I wrote that, that would be great to insert into that particular book for my chapter. So it didn't take me that long. And I think once you really get your get your mind set on doing something and writing about it, and it's therapeutic, you can do it. I mean, it, don't, it won't take that long to do, especially when you're doing a chapter in a book. And, you know, writing definitely is therapeutic because um, that's something that I do on a daily basis, and it takes me away from everything that's going on around you. Name three things that you want readers to gain from reading your chapter. Okay. One, the one thing I want them to gain is um, the road to your desires, your goals, and your dreams is long, and it, you know you is and it's not easy. You may run into potholes. You may run into a bump. You might get a flat tire. You may be able to detour. But if you stay consistent and on track, you'll get there and you'll be able to achieve them. That's one. The second thing is it's never too late. It's never too late to, to accomplish what you want to do. So even if you didn't do it in 2018, you know, you still can go to, you still can, if you keep working at it, you could probably accomplish that in 2020, 2021, or whatever. So it's never too late. Or it could take 10 years. It could take, like you said, you, you, when we were talking earlier, you know you wanted to get your degree. So now you're 54 and now you have you you've attained your degree. Same thing with me. I was time, you know, at, at times I I knew it was a no then, but I know if I stay consistent and stay on track and even got better because some of the things I've noticed that I didn't get at that time or wasn't able to accomplish at the time, as I went along I learned new things and new ways to help get that you know, to achieve that goal. So it wasn't it would have been kinda tough. It may have came out a different way, but God always has his plan for him for you not to get to that at that point because you may not be ready for it. And and some of the things you see that you may not be ready for a time, but if you stay on track, you'll be able to accomplish it. And then when it's time for you to get it, it may not be as hard to get it as it would have been if you were trying to get it. And then the, the third thing I would say is just plan, just, just start to make plan start today and if you don't see you got to use what you have i mean if you want something just look in your cupboard or look and see what you have already that could probably get to you get get you there also look at your resources 
Look at the people that can help you get to it. Look at your circle, who you're around right now, and, you know, and look and see what you can, what do you need to get to accomplish your goal so you can succeed and win. So those are the three things that I would definitely um, want my readers to gain from the book. So do you believe that your um, faith has inspired you to continue um, to write? Yes, I do. I do because I, I, my faith is saying as I write and share and let people know and help them along that um, it's also it's, it's what God wants me to do. It's what and it's helping me as well to to move to actually build character and to be out there to you know assist others. And it's also helping um, business wise because it's just like you know just showing you know the credibility that you have you've been through some of those things that they've been that they're trying to achieve that you and so it 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 really really my faith really um helps me to to get patience and to to realize it's coming and God is always he always has a plan and I need to be um on track and and gain clarity and be in alignment of where he wants me to go so see that brings me to purpose so do you believe that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives? Yes, definitely. Definitely, he does. I think, I mean, not I think, I know everyone has a purpose. And now some people chose not to, you know, um, become alignment or, or gain clarity of what their purpose is. And some people are, but we all need to kind of seek out what our purpose is. But, yes, I definitely believe everybody has a purpose and a plan. Wow. So what are you most thankful for? If you can think of three, four things, and it doesn't even have to be that many, what are you most thankful for right now in your life? Uh, Definitely number one is health. You know, definitely with everything that's going on right now in the world, I'm thankful for my health and, you know, just just being able to to stay here and not, you know, be sick and, and, and be actually involved in a lot of the, you know, a lot of the things that's going on. And then I'm I'm thankful for my family and friends, and I'm, I'm thankful for just being able to sit here and talk to you about things that really, really matter in life, and that's about helping others to be um, what they want to be and, and to see the things that they want to see before it's time to transition to one. Yes, yes. And you know what? I was thinking about, um, you know, just empowering people. Because the title of the book Mm -hmm. is called Empowered to Win. Mm -hmm. How would you empower or encourage another sister or just, um, you know, someone in general along the way, along their journey? Well, I would empower just to see, let them see that they're not alone, for one that there's people who've been in their shoes before and they've got out of it and they've been able to achieve the things that they want to get to. And another thing to to, to show them that you can do it, you know, um, to try to help them along. And then that, you know, that's one thing I'm grateful for of me being, you know, a certified coach is that, you know, I'm, you know, able to get the tools and the training to really help people along and to, and to help them to, you know, not tell them what to do, but to help them because when you tell people what to do, they'll do it 
and then they look at you what's next. But when you empower and you coach, you assist them to get to there, but they have all the tools there inside of them. So that means when you leave them, they know already that they have those tools that they can get to, and they will, you know, eventually they they may come back and, and need some more, you know, assistance and help, but but they'll know that they're not waiting for someone to give them the next order to do it. So definitely um, as far as assisting them to see the light within themselves. So in other words, we all have a destiny. We just have to um, tap into it. Yes, unlock it, definitely. Unlock your destiny. That that's, that's the, and, and, it, and it all comes within. It never comes with um, what anyone else says. It never comes with what you, what you see. That could be assistance, but you got to make sure you're getting the right, um, more of the right people who are talking and speaking into your life instead of some people who are there, have their own agendas or who are not doing anything themselves but trying to tell others what, you know, what to do. So it basically it boils down to who you allow and speak into your life and then who are you are actually, I mean, what are you actually using to get to where you want to go to and to, to actually turn on that light? I mean, what, you know, of course, when you turn on the light, you got to switch you got the light bulb. So to have those things, you have to have the switch that connects to the, um, the, 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 I guess, the socket, and then it collects to, connects to the light itself to turn it on. So you have to have that. So if you got a bad connection, that light won't turn on, you know. Or if the power is out, the light won't turn on. So you got to have the right, uh, the right tools, the right um connection, the right, you know, everything that will make that light turn on. So you got to have the inner workings and, and the outer workings that are involved in that. I hope that, you know, kind of clarifies things for you. No, well, it did. It really did because it made me um, actually think about something else that you had um, previously said when you were talking about um, goals and dreams and that um, – we have to, you know, hold on to those. And the only way we're going to be able to do that is be um, mindful of the people mm-hmm. that we have around us. Be mindful mm-hmm. of who we allow, like you just said, to uh, pour into us and speak to us. Now, I believe that's important. You believe that's important. Um, but why do you believe that that's so important to make sure that you have the right people around you as you journey? Well, definitely, I, I believe it's important because sometimes you have people who are around you that they don't see anything in themselves, and they can't see, and they're not really tapped into it. So basically, they don't want to see others achieve, and some of them may do it purposely, and some of them may do it not in, not intentionally, but if they are not you know, if they don't have the well-all and being within themselves, so how do you expect them to move you along? They Sometimes they'll hold you back from going. And it's, uh, in the, with the verbalists, they may, some people may do it verbally, some people may do it physically. And if you keep having people like that in your environment, you won't move. So it's great to have people around who can see things in themselves, they can see things in you, they're moving along, they're doing things, and they can kind of show you, or you can kind of just watch 
how they're doing it, and you can get it. So that's one reason why I think it's important. To, I mean, while that's important to have is people who are your circle to be people who are go-getters or going into the same direction as you are. And I and I like it. I believe, believe Jim Rohn says it. Jim, um, Jim Rohn says it. You are the average of the five people you hang around with. So if you look at your circle and that five, and you look at what they're doing and if they're trying to achieve, if they're going in the same direction, um, you're going, or if they're not, well, you're the average of that. And that may be a reason why you're not being able to accomplish things. That may be a reason why you're feeling the way you're feeling. That may be the reason why you um, you don't want to, you have no, you know, go get up and go that you want to go do anything because those five people don't want to do things. Or those people that you're constantly surrounding yourself do not want to do, and they don't. And then some people you're around, they want to do it, but they don't want to help you along as well. But they So it's just be, you got to be careful and mindful if you have the right people in your circle to help you to go and achieve your dreams and visions. Yes, because you know what? You have to um, – they have to want to do it, and they have to have that desire on the inside of them to even want to um, go to the next level. And so that's why I, I do believe that um, you have to be around people that are constantly reaching for that next level, mm-hmm. reaching – to uh, make a difference or to just change themselves and to be a better person. And it all depends on the people that you connect with on a daily basis. Uh, share with the listening audience some of your um, latest accomplishments and if you have any upcoming projects that you would like to share. Okay. Well, my, my happiest, I mean, a couple of my happiest latest projects, my latest accomplishments that I have, I've, I only became, I mentioned earlier I was a professor, so I'll be, for at least the last year, I've been a college professor. So I'm happy about that because that's something I've been trying to achieve for at least the last 10 years, but I haven't had the time to do so, and I've always wanted to do that. And, and as you read the book, that will surprise you, um, you know, as you read my chapter, that, you know, now I'm a college professor. Now the college is paying me. So and that's interesting. I want I encourage the listeners to go read the book and they'll understand what I just said. But I really um, that was one. And the other thing is, in my last uh, the last three months, I've lost twenty pounds. So I've gotten rid of the COVID nineteen pounds that they talked about, and I'm still constantly grabbing a hold back of my health, and I'm enjoying being able to really get back healthy and you know active again so that's another accomplishment and then i've acquired so many great clients that um and actually watched them really blossom and move along and so that's a i grab that as an accomplishment some of the things that's in the pike now is i'm working on my um second well i'm working on my my own book this one won't be an anthology but i want to do i'm doing a career transition book and then i want to do one more book that's going to be on resilience. And who knows, that may not, I may not stop then. You know, of course, Allison, you are definitely a um, serial book writer, so you got plenty of books to, you know, go. So I don't know if you had said, okay, I'm going to do so many books and that's it, or it just keep going. You just kept getting that book. So who knows? You know, let's. I don't. We'll see. And then my pod, I have a podcast called Taking the Lead. Um, I my first series. I mean, my first 
um, season was really great. I did got a, quite a bit of accomplishment, made number one on with my community a couple of months, and I made a couple, um, June, which was when I ended my season. I did really well in the top ten, and I'm just doing, you know, even as on my vacation, I still made the top 25, um, 13 in the, I think I believe it's 13 in the top 25. And I was on vacation, so I wasn't taping anything in July and still made it. So I'm going to start back up in September. Um, I always take a – in the summer now, since I'm retired from my first profession, I always take off the summer and make sure I'm getting self-care and, and you know, changing things and may, you know, do different things that I did a couple months before the summer starts. So just work on me. So, yeah, and that, that's it. That's pretty much it. But look, that's a lot. I'm sitting here trying to write it down as you're going. I'm like, yes, yes. <laughs> and, and listen, and, and see, that's how it's supposed to be, that sisters cheer on each other to, um, you know, keep going, keep going, because I believe you have more books than you, not just those two. I think there's <laughs> another book, and I was just sitting here like, she has another book in her. She really doesn't realize that there's another book. So I am super excited about all that um, you have accomplished thus far, and I believe that you still have more to um, accomplish. Share with us um, how our listening audience can get in touch with you if they would like to um, get your coaching services or even purchase the um, book. Okay, yes. Um, I actually have... um they can I have a my email address is contact at liveproactively.com. They can also visit my website at liveproactively.com and leave their information there. I am on uh, Facebook and, and I'm on Facebook as life is proactive life coaching and consultant. IG at liveproactively, Twitter at liveproactive L1, so it's Live Proactive L1. And then also they can contact me direct at 240-66, excuse me, at 240-682-1343. Awesome, awesome. On behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us. Wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison.